You love this game. I mean, love it with your whole heart. Because if you don't, let's not even bother. Let's not open that door. They're just going to slam it right in our face. Look, I be riding through my old hood, but I'm in my new yes, whip. I love this game. I live this game. There's a thousand other guys waiting in the wings who are obsessed with this game. Obsession's going to be talent every time. You got all the talent in the world, but are you obsessed? Let's face it, it's you against you out there. Look at me! When you walk on that court, look at me! You have to think I am the best guy out there. Hey. So let me ask you again do you love this game? This podcast contains mature themes. All right. Welcome back to Matinee Baseball. We are switching up platforms, so I apologize if the audio is better or worse and if that YouTube clip didn't work and it was awkward. Everyone's staring at me while I have my phone up to the microphone, which is fine. This is fine. Um, I'm your host, Ted Flynn. I'm joined by Sean Chantez-Festerman and Jake Voss. And tonight, Jared Stansberry from Cyclone Fanatic is joining us to discuss Hustle, the newest movie from... Adam Sandler. It's amazing. It's a pretty good movie. And I can't tell if it's actually good or if it's just a, a sports movie and we haven't had in like 10 years. And I can already tell I get like shit on for saying shit like that. But as always, check us out on your podcast app of choice, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeart, and iTunes. And check us out at tailgatesaturday.com. So anyways, how's it going, Stansberry? It's going pretty well, man. I, uh, I appreciate you guys having me on here. This, uh, th- I was excited to talk about this movie. I haven't had anybody to talk about it with, uh, besides a couple of my friends that have seen it. But no, I, I don't think you're wrong when you say it's a really good movie, man. It's a, it's a really, really good movie. I'm glad that you're excited now. And then when I start shitting on it. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> when Ted does Ted things. Oh, no. <laughs> and then we'll go from there. So See, you say shitting on it, but what he actually means is he has like these minuscule things that he catches on to that he just it ruins part of the movie for him yeah like continuity errors or like why are they still in school Con- continuity but- errors continuity errors oh, whatever not Mr. continuality Perfect. errors i don't think that's a word buddy. either way plot holes or <laughs> shit that doesn't make sense like, the fa- like for example when you watch rookie of the year and they're the- he's in school the entire summer it doesn't make fucking sense anyways as always every episode of matinee baseball we start off by spoiling the shit of this movie out of the, the shit out of this movie. If you haven't seen it, it's on Netflix. And if you're just here to listen to us, be inebriated and talk about it. I'm going to let Jerry Stansberry spoil the shit out of this movie in 90 seconds or less. So Stansy, spoil the movie. Man, I didn't even, I was not even prepared for any of these things. <laughs> this I, why it's I, fun. Asked Ted, I asked Ted what I needed to be ready for on this podcast. Always. He said, just, just watch the movie. I said, okay, well, uh, no, I mean, I, I just think, okay, so the story starts with Adam Sandler. He's an international scout for, uh, for the 76ers. He's going around to all these different gyms. He's trying to find players, and he eventually tries to go to this gym in Spain. Uh, the player that he wants to watch isn't playing. He goes to a park because he thinks that I, apparently he wants to go and play basketball. I don't know exactly what it was that he was trying to say. He stumbles upon this kid uh, and then 
from there it turns into you know oh it's like every movie scene where it's like oh man this guy's different you know and you can just see that he's he's a different player than everybody else that's out there uh the kid has had a really hard life uh has a little girl of his own his dad hasn't been in the picture he got in trouble when he was uh when he was younger and then he brings him to america he has an all-time great battle with anthony edwards jr uh where anthony edwards is an absolute menace for the entire game uh, and then all through that, he has to go through his whole training regimen and all that kind of stuff. Ultimately, he ends up getting drafted by the Celtics. And it's a really heartwarming moment at the end of the movie where Adam Sandler is now an assistant for the 76ers. I don't know if that was in 90 seconds, but it was uh, it had to close be pretty enough. damn close. I think it was actually under 90 seconds. He did a better job than Tez normally does. Hey, <laughs> you're not wrong, but rude. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So this movie is basically Rocky, but basketball would be a best way of saying it. They even mentioned Rocky. Yeah, it was a Rocky moment. Yeah. A couple of good montages in this movie. Fantastic um, training montage. Yes. Like Stanzi, who, who apparently I found I'm like one of the few people that still call you Stans E with an I at the end. The other I think day. you are, you're literally the only person actually. <laughs> and have been for a long time. If we're being honest. It's okay it though. It's okay well. though. I mean, I can just get rid of the eye, I guess. But uh, no, no, you're good, man. It's all good. <laughs> so the question I have, like, about the montage, you're more of basketball than me or anyone else here, probably. Mm-hmm. Is that is that light thing an actual thing? The light test where like he's like doing the the red, green, and like oh, just reaction drills. Yes, is that real? Yeah. Is that a real drill? Yeah, I mean that is a real thing. I don't. I guess I don't know how often that would be implemented into somebody's like actual training like that. I, I hadn't really ever seen that, but I also have not been in many gyms where that's even a possibility to do something like that. So I'm guessing like when you get to like your training at the top of the top and with the best trainers in the world, then you're probably in a position to where you would use something like that. It wouldn't shock me if we found out like, Oh, Stephen Curry does this. And so, you know, F1 drivers actually do that pre-race. Yeah. I'll say, I think that's a pretty common thing just in sports in general, athletes in general do it. But to the, I mean, the guys that they have in their training, Bo Cruz in that sequence are like the best basketball trainers in the world. It's like the actual people that, that do all that kind of stuff. It's uh, man, what's his name? He's the guy that trains uh, Drew Hanlon. He's in it. He's one of those guys he's trained. He trains Joel Embiid, Jason Tatum, all those guys. Uh, I think they've got, um, Chris Brickley in there. He's another one of those guys that trains basketball so, players. So it's like, I, I don't think that those drills are made up. That's all real stuff, you know? So if F1 drivers do that for their reflexes, I should do that like starting in August for my flip cup reflexes is what you're saying. I need to like set up some like lights on a table. Yeah. I mean, I saw, I saw a video on TikTok like a week ago of a guy who like set a high score to Dave and Busters on one of those things, like just a wall of lights. <laughs> Uh, but so there's practice to be had for people that drink uh, it exists <laughs> maybe it's basically uh, like whack-a-mole for athletes uh, yeah exactly More or less what it is <laughs> hope stanley sugarman doesn't doesn't find that guy um anyways can we talk about this guy's name in this movie stanley sugarman and maybe it's because i have children and we watch the mc movie mcu movies and every time stanley shows up they scream out stanley and point at him but it was fucking distracting as fuck that they called him Stanley the whole movie and not Stan. Anyone else? Just me? Is it a problem? That's that's definitely just a you problem. <laughs> I'm gonna guess that that name probably came from somewhere though. 
Like, oh, yeah, would... it was one of those things that it popped into my head of like, there's always been like the things about early Adam Sandler movies where, you know, he has characters oh! like Veronica Vaughn and, you know, it's just the um, same concept, same person. Yeah, it's starting first and last name start with the same letter, you know, it's the can't think of the word because alliteration alliteration yeah Yeah. um so i think it's mostly that which is it the most i don't know it's a name is it the most creative like great name no probably not but it works fine um but i will give you that yeah it is a little weird that like nobody really stort shortens it to stan like I think there is at one point early on somebody calls him Stan the Man or something, but that's it. Uh, I think I think too that uh, well for one we know Adam Sandler is Jewish, so I think that's probably where the Sugarman comes from is just yeah. something something with that. But then too, I know I listened to him on a podcast with uh, with Bill Simmons and he talked about Sonny Vaccaro, who was the you know the original like endorsement guys with shoes and stuff like that he ran a big basketball camp back in the uh, 70s and 80s and 90s called the abcd camp and he was like one of the guys i think that the movie was based on was this guy who had you know been the first one to sign michael jordan to a contract he was the first one to sign kobe bryant to a shoe contract guys like that like someone that actually did a job similar to that uh, I think that's probably where the name kind of came i from, listened to so. that podcast while i was making fajitas tonight and i got kicked out how Simmons kept trashing him for making the longest yard. And he just kept being like, hey, man, it was getting made and made with or without me. So I made it, you know, and like, <laughs> I was, like so I helped out. But uh, yeah, so I didn't I didn't know that was a bad movie either. Like, I think that's a great movie. I enjoy that movie a lot. Oh, I think a lot of people shit on it because it's a remake, but. The movie, Ten. the original was like 40 <laughs> years old. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, 40 years old. Fuck, we remake old shit bastards. all the time, Ted. We remake shit all the time that has <laughs> yeah. not even been out for that long. Yeah, Jared, we'll but it. like people people legitimately will shit on remakes just because they're remakes. Like one of my, I don't know, like True Grit, like my buddy, no matter how good or bad true the remake of True Grit was going to be, he was going to shit on it. Like that's just people are like that, unfortunately. And the remake of True Grit is fantastic, for what it's worth. <laughs> I thought it was pretty fucking good, too. I mean, well, <laughs> Rooster Cogburn, the sequel to True Grit, is better than True Grit, if you want to get into it, but that's fine. We don't need to go there. And I'm sure none of just, you have seen that fucking movie either, so that's just fine. Just don't touch Tombstone. That's all I ask. <laughs> Nobody fucking oh, you, touch Tombstone. You just, wait, you just wait. It'll happen. And somebody will. All right, somebody. so... I have a question. Hang on. I have a question. Jared, uh, did you know... Uh, Juan Hernan Gomez. Like, did you know who he was when you saw saw him in like the trailer or whatever? So I didn't know, like I didn't see his face, and I'm like, oh yeah, that's who that is. But once I knew that's who it was, obviously I knew okay. I'd heard that name. I actually watched him play in the summer league at out in Las Vegas a couple of years ago. So he was a guy that I, you know, I wouldn't say that I followed him or anything like that, but he's been in the NBA long enough to be a pretty recognizable name. You know? Yeah, that's that's why I I when we're talking about getting you on here like i had no idea who he was and then i pulled up like this his basketball reference or whatever it's like he's been around so i figured you at least had some familiarity or some idea all right i got a conspiracy theory since we're talking about the guy who plays boa cruz do you think the celtics purposely kept him on the roster to get good pr they they basically cut him after this movie came out right or they traded him like he's not on the celtics anymore right 
No, he plays for the Jazz now, I think. Yeah. Well, I don't know if he plays, but I think he's, he like, is. on the team. Like, do you think they kept him for an extra month just so, like, they could be in this movie and be the good guys? I mean, I guess they maybe could have, but I also know that he was with uh, Minnesota last year. And, obviously, Minnesota's got multiple players that are in the movie. So, it's like could they obviously have a relationship there they could have still done it with minnesota i'm sure it made more sense for it to be the celtics though with uh with the 76ers it was just weird that they, they trade him like i i don't I, I haven't looked up the timetable i'm sure we can look it up real quick well the movie got finished last year didn't it because that when they came in i thought you could see in the back that it was they like shot the most of it during the COVID time and they had to like superimpose the crowds in i think that they made the they finished the movie like last year not like in November okay. you know yeah I think that's right but imagine imagine that's game footage of him playing the 76ers though right yeah yeah I, I mean it would have to be yeah all right on the more important comments. I want to think though like think they had uh they had Adam Sandler come out and walk out with Doc Rivers like before a game right how did yeah. that how did they do all of that that's what I'm saying that ever did, get out that's what I'm saying did they keep him or no one probably cared because it's a Netflix movie I mean this movie like a lot like i mean yeah there's a level of some of those things like a buddy of mine is always like still loves to tell me that he's in um little big league because they shot you know at a game he was at when he was a year old they shot the crowd footage and stuff for little big league it may have yet just even been a thing of they just shot told people like Hey, we're shooting a movie. Adam Sandler's going to be here for four minutes. <laughs> Can you guys just, and honestly, in a spot like that, like how many people are even going to like, how many maybe, gonna, yeah, maybe get some tweets or something out there. It's like, Oh, Adam Sandler's on the behind the bench for the Sixers tonight. Like, right. What's nice going have, on there? Yeah. Nice it's just like, Adam Sandler I don't know. Money. Yeah. It's, it's fucking Adam Sandler. Who gives a shit? Like, I love, too, that this is, like, the best basketball movie in, like, 15 years, and we've started by talking about the main characters. I can, I can, already, t- I can already tell that you're, like, regretting on the, on the show. I got – all right. So let, let's talk about the movie. Um, is Ben Foster wearing a ball cap in this movie? Or do you think he shaved his head? So I'm pretty sure that's a ball cap. His, it looks, his head looks too much like a cone head to not be underneath there. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I don't know. Again, I don't know, man. We're, this is such a good basketball movie, and we're talking about the most the weirdest things. This is so – okay. No, I have no idea if he's in a ball cap or not, Ted. I like Ben Foster uh, a no lot. He's, he needs to do better, more work. Um, sorry, I quit. I quit, I quit derailing it. No, you're good. I think, he's good. Wearing a, I think he's wearing a ball cap, and he has really big collars in the movie. Um, So – I mean, I can really piss you off, and we can get into what what bothered me about the like the little. Uh, we can we can talk about some of the movie before. Okay, so the, all right, so the movie. <laughs> so what I liked about the movie is, a they got uh, Robert Duvall in there for, I assume, a, a favor. Day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, hey buddy, you got eight hours. <laughs> like, can we bum you? <laughs> I liked how like Queen Latifah is. She's really good in the movie. I like. This movie is the perfect example of what I've been preaching about how they need to start redoing sports movies. Like it has like the same basic beats of sports movies from like 20 years ago when we were all kids, but like how, how they incorporate 
the Instagram, TikTok part of that at the end was really clever. The BOA challenge, right? That shit's really clever. And to me, that, that section of the movie is my favorite part of the movie. Like that whole, that part is so organic. It's so unique. It's not, it's something we had not seen before. And yeah, it, it was, it just kind of a moment where it was, you know, they were, had what basically kind of squandered their opportunities. And then it was just like, so how do we get back? How do we make this worth it? And just create a public demand for it, you know, and just find a way that, you know, this kid can play fucking basketball and he'll beat any one of you at it. And it is um, from the get, like I had heard good things about this movie. And then when you get like Adam Sandler obviously has his connections and gets people in. And then I saw it was, was it produced by LeBron James? And it's just like, so you get a third of the NBA that's involved in this movie um, that does the, does the moments and drops like yeah like you said with the instagram things like with the little ai drop uh with the charles barkley and Shaq thing and um even ernie johnson having exactly two lines and getting to be funny ernie johnson i think the thing that made it so that makes it a lot different than other basketball movies is there's not that many really good basketball movies where the basketball is actually really good. Right. Like you can actually genuinely tell that the people playing basketball are really good at basketball. And that's what I thought kind of took it over the top is it's like, okay, this is like the real deal here. This is not people cutting away to like try and make it look like people are good. It's not cut. It's not, uh, you know, just like trying to make use stunts, stunt doubles or whatever it is. Like these are the guys that are actually out there playing ball. And I think, <clears throat> Uh, I can't remember exactly what you said before, but I was going to respond to what you said, uh, Sean Tess. Damn. <laughs> no, I, I think that it's just a, it's a cool movie because it, it really incorporates a lot of like today into it. And it but the one thing that I actually will harp on, I thought it made no sense that they had Kenny Smith playing a character that was not Kenny Smith. Yeah, I'm going to tell you is... something that you're going to judge me for. I thought he was the fourth host on TNT and NBA on TNT, and it was bothering me until I finished the movie. And I'm sorry. Yeah, he is. Okay. Yeah, he is. Okay, he absolutely he is. is. So Kenny Smith him. doesn't yeah. exist in the universe. Okay, of this movie. that's why I'm saying that's why it's weird because it's like it's supposed to be this basketball movie, and then they've got Kenny Smith playing a role that's not just Kenny Smith, even when okay. they have Shaq and Chuck in the show in the movie. Later, the, it's it, like that makes like, no sense on the NBA on yeah, TNT on the, set. On the set. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I. I yes you're right about <laughs> they that purposely I did, like they cut it they, they I, yeah. found, <laughs> I found that odd as well i think you could make him play almost the exact same role and just have him be kenny smith it's not like they had to make him a fictional character to make him be what he was in that movie leon who has no last name yeah it, just i mean I, I would agree with that it, I, and to your point of like the basketball being good I, I the before the thing that sparked me to watch the movie i watched it like a month ago after like not too long after it came out and then i rewatched it last uh yesterday but the thing that sparked me to watch it was i saw i i it was on twitter i think or it was a video um and it was somebody like kind of harping on it. it was like it uh, it's a movie full of cameos and then just another blah like happy madison movie and i was like okay well let me let me check this out 
and it's while it is full, while it I mean, is yeah, full of cameos, yeah. that to your point, Jared, that is like it's a bunch of NBA guys, or at least that level of athletes, uh, doing the basketball stuff, and you can't fake that. No matter how hard some movies try to fake like real top level athletes doing stuff. You can't. You just can't when you're talking when you're talking about action scenes. And this is the perfect example of having top level athletes playing, you know, the sport. Well, and I thought about that when it came to like, you know, those training drills and stuff that he was going through where you would think on like a normal like sports movie where it's actors trying to be athletes sort of thing, where it's just like how many takes do you get to get the perfect one? you know where they actually get things right i was just i'm like how many times do you think they had to tell him like hey man you have to mess up this shot you have to not put this ball in the right spot because like you're in the top half percent of people that do this Mm -hmm. that can do this like that's where i'm just like i bet there were so many times they he accidentally just fucking drained a ball he was supposed to miss and he's like yeah man that's just my job like or the the memory sorry or like throw yeah. the ball through the tire, you know. Yeah. yeah, that like that's just a perfect example because these guys are, I mean, they're obviously the best of the best in the world at doing their job. Like this, they don't fuck this shit up, you know. Yeah. Like if if you need Juancho Hernan, Hernan Gomez to knock down nineteen of twenty three pointers for you completely unguarded, he's gonna do that. Like, right. and it's there's Nothing not to gonna it. be <laughs> yeah, it won't even be a difficult thing, and so. I, it w- I think it was important to get people that were really doing it because it would be so hard to just teach an actor to be able to do some of that shit without yeah. ha- like them having any prior ability to do it. You know, you, it has to be someone who was actually capable of, of playing the game and being able to make it look really cool. I think for the, them to make the movie that they wanted to make and what they ultimately did make. And to swing back to what you said about how, like how great the footage looked and like how, amazing the basketball scenes looked to like a lack of sports movies like the technology the video camera technology in the last 10 years man baseball movies can look amazing like it's just it annoys me that they're not making sports movies they're cheap as shit if this movie costs fucking 20 million to make if that then what sandler whatever sandler minus his salary i just think that it would be harder to make some of those Okay, so like we're gonna make a new baseball movie. Like, what's the story that we're gonna tell? It doesn't matter. Look, look, this story is rocky, and it's good. Right. I know, but I'm I'm just saying, like, okay, we want to make a movie like Major League. Like, what? Okay, we're gonna remake Major League. That's a perfect fucking movie. I know, but you don't don't need to remake Major League. But you could remake a Major League team about a bunch of scrubs and add Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, all this shit that they didn't have to deal with. Like, yeah and you can you i mean can, i would go and see the movie i'm not arguing whether or not they, they i'm just saying i feel like that's one of those things why haven't they made another one because they know like man we're probably going to get roasted if we it's, try it, they're not making them because i just wrote an article on tgs about this it's because they're not pre-existing intellectual property they're not comic book movies they're not shit that they can just toss out there and then they're going to make millions of dollars right yeah, this, there's gotta, a reason that this movie's on Netflix and not in the theaters. I was going to say, honestly, Netflix is, is the perfect opportunity. Like, they have a perfect opening to make some of these movies. You know, be the ones that are going to lead the charge and be like, we're going to make a bunch of sports movies. And, like, some of them are going to probably be really shitty, but, like, who gives a fuck, you like, know? 
like Little Giants, you could remake that for $10 million. You don't have to pay those kids shit. Fuck them kids, as the meme says. <laughs> yeah, I think I think you're right. Your idea is right, and I've agreed with you as you if you as you've uh, brought that up. Is we remake all kinds of stuff, but not like we don't recycle the the sports movies anymore. The ideas, but all right. Anyways, back back to hustle. Um, in what world is Adam Sandler a Division One basketball player? I've seen Happy Gilmore when he was that old. And he's a point guard, right? Yeah. I think that's what they said. It yeah. is the thing, that's like, <laughs> you still get, like, these videos that come out of, you no, know. No, he's a good Adam basketball Sandler player. But yeah. He actually is it's a perfectly, good player. a perfectly great basketball player that any day of the week would embarrass me if he played me one-on-one. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know that it's – I don't know that he's living in a world where, and I guess you get to create your story where he says, you know, when they played Stockton, so he was smaller. Yeah. They weren't athletic. He was smaller, skinnier. I was going to say 30 years ago, six foot tall point guard or whatever he is, tall point guard, white point guard. I mean, it's not at Temple. It's not. Yeah. I don't think that's as outlandish as what you're. I don't like think it, it's it, as much of a stretch as you think it is. Sandler, and you have to remember that this isn't I, a universe where we know Adam Sandler. You know, like Adam Sandler doesn't exist in this hypothetical hustle he's universe. Five foot so. ten. Sure. <laughs> yeah, okay. five yeah, foot ten. Five ten white point guard at Temple in nineteen eighty five. Yeah. He's five ten white like point guard at Temple Brown. in twenty twenty two flies, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. No, especially a kid from Philadelphia, it makes sense. Like, it, yeah. you know, as... he'd, have, he'd have to turn down Fran. I'm sure he'd get a scholarship offer. But, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, can we discuss what annoyed me yet? Or, or do we want to like really, I don't want to piss anybody off. You're not pissing anybody off. Tell I'm me what annoyed you. Yeah, no, you think it's going to piss people is. off, and we're probably okay. going to roll our eyes at you. And so yeah. he discusses how he got hurt. And maybe I missed it, but he was the one driving that car, right? Yes. Yeah, he put his hand out to protect Kenny Smith. His He did the mom's seatbelt thing. Yeah. Except it's his left hand. Huh. Well, maybe they're driving it. in Europe. <laughs> it's like it's his left hand. I don't understand why they couldn't. Leon was really good at basketball. <laughs> they gave him an exotic car that was right-hand drive, and Adam Sandler. You can was go driving. look at it. If, if it. No, I know. Yeah, you're right. I guess I do need to look at it again now because I. I mean, I guess that doesn't make sense. That seems like a really like big continuity thing for them to just fuck up, though. Like they just forgot. I'm telling you, the fucking things on his left hand. Look at like, how many times did they have to do that makeup? You know, and no one was like, "Man, I don't think that this makes sense with the story." Because well, I mean, that's he's from, from the, the get shit. at the very start of the movie. Like they zoom in on his hand, just when he's picking up his coffee or some shit. It just like, <laughs> I'm so oh, he's sorry. got a fucked up hand. I hated myself the moment I realized it. Because like, I also. Uh, I actually had a different bitch with that the the hand thing and like it's not even really like a that big of a deal but so 20 what 30 years ago 30 plus years ago that happened and his hand still looks like that and needs whatever brace thing that he wears and I mean maybe that's a thing but I've never like encountered somebody I assume it's arthritis maybe like it's a pain. Well, 
I thought he punched something the night when he's pissed and he's throwing his phone and all that stuff. I thought that was like why he was wearing the brace thing at the end. Because he didn't have the brace on at the beginning. Okay, no. that that could have been, and I just didn't. Catch but he, but he had it on and off. Like it, it, it was weird. And as soon as I noticed it, I was mad at myself because I don't know why my brain goes there. It's like because the whole movie, I'm like, are they going to explain how he hurt his hand? The hand thing in general, what? Other than the car scene where he has to try and relate to Bo with the mistake, is there anything we you would lose if that wasn't a thing? Like I don't. You can. They do have, even need to be there, right? Well, they have one other conversation about it because it doesn't Queen Latifah say something about how good he was before he got hurt or something like that. Like she I think does, and that's where I thought it would maybe get brought up. Because it's when they're having that dinner, she says, you know, before he got hurt or however she phrases it. And I thought he was maybe going to, like, ask her about, okay, so what happened there? Like, because all he said, what, the first time he asked, he said, Adam Sandler says something about, like, it's a car accident and just kind of leaves it at that or something like that. Uh, I almost, I think it's probably supposed to be, like, the entire storyline is supposed to be an illustration of why he cares so much about this kid. Because he yeah. didn't get an opportunity to play pro ball, and right. because of him trying to take care of his friend and like all these things, like I think that's like why it's there. So you would probably kind of miss the, like what his driving force is. And maybe because like, I'm a big, it, but I'm a bigger person. But I guess he could have like dove in front of the guy. Like if he's not buckled in, he could have swiveled and, you know. Yeah, I don't know. I've never I don't know. Yeah. Into a telephone pole. So yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I. Not I don't know. know. This is I have, good. as far as the law is concerned, at least on record, driven drunk twice, though. So, <laughs> I did. I did one time while I was delivering pizzas for a name redacted. <laughs> I was driving through an empty, through an empty parking lot, looking at my phone for a second, and I ran to a light pole, <laughs> going like five miles per hour. Wait, was this with? Wait, did name redacted have a delivery car? Or no, was this my with... my car. <laughs> okay. car. Perfect. Did you did, save the? Did you save the pizzas? Pizza was fine. I also he stuck his hand out, his right <laughs> hand out to his save pizzas. That's yeah. how he knows that it couldn't have been out of Sailor's left yeah, hand I, that got injured. I, I so it was only going so fast that like it hurt my pride, but it's still a shock when you suddenly stop in an empty parking lot and you're against a pole. An empty parking lot. That's incredible. Yeah, it is. It is his left hand. You're absolutely right. And but he had the brace thing on, like in the beginning of the movie too, or whatever that's supposed to be. So that confused me. I also it was not that big of a deal. Drove away numerous times with the pizza on top of my car, in between deliveries. <laughs> so, anyways, back to the movie. It's honestly, uh, it's honestly a miracle that anyone ever got their pizza. Yeah. Yeah. And that place is gone, but I'm still not going to talk about it. So, as someone who does not follow the NBA, even though I just won the uh, Wild Rose NBA Rivers contest. <laughs> had to toss that in there. Had to toss that in there. <laughs> I'm getting a trophy. Um, <clears throat> I did not know Anthony Edwards, rest in peace, Goose, uh, from Top Gun, also named Anthony Edwards, was a real basketball player. That dude is completely new to me. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's a monster. He's a lot of. Ted, he's, a, he's an amazing NBA player. Yeah. I was gonna say, Ted, if you want a team that you're gonna latch onto and like, or a player that you want to latch onto as being an NBA team, dude, being an Anthony Edwards fan and 
falling in love with the Timberwolves might be worth it right now. They're kind of infuriating, actually, because Carl Anthony Towns is really annoying, but uh, and it can kind of be uh, soft at like the most <laughs> crucial points. But that that kid, dude, is a killer, man, yeah, and he's yeah. going to be a superstar. If you like a team that does the flashiest, most obnoxious dunks at the worst possible time, it is them, and it's delightful. <laughs> That they will just do inexplicably dumb things <laughs> at the most random times. It, like it, the Timberwolves are almost like an Iowa State of the NBA. Dumb things. Like I think at, that at that's probably times? a good correlation. Sure. What? Let's, let's just have their let's add in their team that does dumb shit at the worst times. I could yeah. use a few more of those to make myself hate, hate <laughs> myself. Um, I mean, it would be better than the Jazz, dude. Like the Jazz are still. I'm not actually. I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I'm not Jazz fan. Been Jazz fan since you know Jordan pushed off. Um, I, I was gonna say I saw that clip come up last week. It's been whatever twenty four years. Well, now, I almost here's the thing. Years. Hey, here's the thing. <laughs> the more now that I know Stockton's a piece of shit, Malone is a piece of shit. I'm okay with him pushing off. I've come to peace with it. So, and he didn't even push off, but that's beside the point. I mean, Hornets sex out there. I assume <laughs> is he still coaching somewhere? He's just enjoying his millions of dollars. Uh, I think he's like an assistant for somebody. Yeah, I'm yeah. not sure. Because he's still making money. I think so, even when he was coaching the Suns, he was just enjoying his millions of dollars. He's also he co- was doing much. <laughs> coaching Knicks for a hot minute, too. Anyways. I don't know if he did much there, either. <laughs> back to Anthony Edwards. This dude, I think he I think he steals the movie. I think so, he, too. He's good. He's fantastic. He's really good. I, I think uh, they they also used him – perfectly they didn't make him act really Mm -hmm. they made him talk shit on a basketball court and play basketball and you know that's got to be exactly how it is to play basketball against him yeah well that's what i mean like they didn't make him do anything different than what he does normally like you damn well know like nba players are out there giving each other the fucking business all the time like that's not I, I had issue with where he was talking about the bowl and like how much it seemed like he went like really deep into it. And like, I believe that these guys probably go really deep into talking shit to each other, but it was so, it was such an intricate thing of like Weird. doing the matador and all that stuff that I was like, man, that might be a little bit excessive. That was the one time where I was like, okay, this seems like someone wrote this, not like he's just like out there doing it. But again, like, I mean, I think, the, the Olay motherfucker back was pretty good. So like, right. that was nice but, at least. And you, like I said, you know, too, that if you played basketball against Anthony Edwards, this is what's happening. And especially if he starts cooking on you, he's going mm-hmm. to just be railing on you over and over and over and over again. And that's like the guys that are the best basketball players. It's like a it's like mental warfare, you know, to them. And, and it's all about knocking you off your game and whatever it takes to get to knock you off your game. And that's why I thought he was so perfect, because, you know, that that he can really like play into that and really understands that and knows how to be really effective at it. And at the same time is just convincing enough to make it good, not have it be overblown. I thought it was interesting that, um, and I guess it makes sense for the character of Bo Cruz because he hasn't played competitive basketball in so long, but I thought it was a really interesting twist that he was so like soft or unprepared to like have somebody try and get in his head on a basketball court or in, in any, like any competition really, but any like athletic competition at that level, I thought that was interesting. I mean, it made for a nice part of the movie and like another thing to overcome other than just the training and whatnot. Yeah, you need to give him an Achilles heel basically. And I find it hard to believe a guy who came up on the streets playing ball, like 
playing in the playground yeah, like that, but playing one-on-one for 20 bucks. Like I find it hard to, he also never really had anybody to actually with compete with. Yeah. Him. yeah. 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 What Jake said, like oh. first time he got punched in the face, you know, like he, he dominated, he made money. Then he goes to New York or Philadelphia and he makes money that the first time on the street, like, you know, like I also read that like, the only reason Anthony Edwards is in this movie is because him and the guy who plays Bo Cruz are buddies. And they yeah, asked teammates. Him, and they teammates, asked, oh. yeah. Yeah. At the time. Teammates in Minnesota. Yeah. And he like said that like he talks more trash to me than anybody. You should make him, you know, the guy. Mm-hmm. So he's a confident cool. guy, man. He's a good basketball player. He, I'm telling you right you now. Really, I, I agree. I, I'm a much more fringe like NBA watcher and and I wouldn't even say fan, but observer. And I, I enjoy flipping on some Timberwolves when, when I can though, to watch that guy. And you'll be happier for it. You're a little bit late on buying stock at the, at the low point, but you can still get in pretty low before the Timberwolves are like the four seed, which is usually about their peak. So. (laughs) Well, yeah, they'll trade him here in a couple of years. Right. Just try and reload and go somewhere that'll, you can actually watch. Well, no, now, now that a rod's going to own the team, you know, maybe they're going (laughs) to, they're going to actually put something into this thing. Now that it's going to be the a rod show in Minnesota. Before they they move the team to Las Vegas or something like they probably (laughs) will. So I get your heart broken. Um, so let's talk about this hill that he makes him run. Yeah. He says a biker can do it in two minutes. An average, what what is he saying? A mediocre or a professional biker can get it in 245, I think, he, or two minutes, I think, two something like that. And he's like, and we're going to get it in two, whatever, a little bit faster than whatever he just said was. Yeah. And two maybe, minutes and 145. Maybe Bo's like stride. I mean, Jared, you're tall. You have tall stride. Yeah. I'm not seven I, feet tall like him. I feel yeah. like that's still pushing logic on how fast you go up that damn hill. That's a long hill. They show you the first one, it it's a long hill. Like, how far you up? That's what I couldn't understand. How far is he running? Like it, it doesn't give you a very accurate representation of how far this hill is because at the end of the day too, I mean, two minutes to a minute, 45 seconds or whatever, that's like an 800 meters on the track, you know, and you're running uphill. So, I mean, it has to probably be a little bit less than that. You would think, you know, and they give him six weeks. Like, like yeah. I, I, whenever I, I hate movies when they give you like an exact timetable. Well, like, they make it look too like he does it one time every day. We're going to do this one time every day until you get it below two minutes. I don't feel like that's probably going to be an effective way to train and like get him to where he's ultimately making it like that. You know, well, just yeah. that. Yeah, that's just weird. And like, well, then I think I think they might do it more than once a day, but because you got you got to give him the that the hill to me is like the. I don't know. It's just the it's a metaphor representation. It's yeah, it's yeah. just the representation of the the, the montage like. I agree. I think there's several things in talking about like a six week time period of training somebody and the amount that I think they try and show that he improves. That's also not realistic, but yeah, that the hill to me was never like, I don't know. I, I don't, I didn't take it that seriously. It was just a representation of, or the, it was a metaphor, the, the metaphor of the, of, <laughs> yeah. the, of right. the training and progress and whatnot. I mean, I like the hill. And I'm glad that it Yeah, no, I think it worked really well. I just don't think you can take it completely literal. I appreciate that they're the first people to ever make the NBA combine look cool. Like actually look <laughs> like something that people should care about. 
Because uh, no one of any worth ever plays in the NBA Combine. That's like where the guys who are just trying to work their way into getting drafted are. Oh, and all of a sudden, the number holes. the number two pick is there, you know, and he's going to play in this. Like if that's like uh, if you know they go to the Combine and all of a sudden, um, like Keegan Murray shows up and is going to play in the scrimmages at the pa- Paolo at the and Paolo and Keegan Murray are going at it in the Combine. Yeah, like no, yeah. it's not going to happen. No, that's not happening, especially when you like that guy had to have known it takes a, a lot of confidence i guess you're like oh yeah i'm not going to lose any money I'm not going to fall any spots here because i'm not going to get shown up by some guy from spain which he obviously doesn't so it doesn't really matter did they ever say what pick the celtics have i don't believe so i don't think so i was wondering that not too that because I, I was like did they take him in the second round or something like that and it's like we're gonna let him we're gonna let him stick or were they taking him in the top 10 you know i i kind of got the impression because Brad Stevens is there and like says something uh, after that last game or whatever. I kind of got the impression they didn't say like where in the first round, but I assumed it was a, a first round thing. I want to know if this took a, it took a NBA summer league invite for him to be able to make this Celtics <laughs> opening day roster. So like, he's not, he, he didn't get drafted over the Anthony Edwards character that. Or, or no. even did it maybe what they didn't tell us is that that Sixers and Celtics game is a preseason game uh so it's not actually a real game it's just like it's the preseason you know and he's probably gonna get waived tomorrow and then go make uh (laughs) minimum wage playing for the main red claws in the g league that's what i want to know what happened after uh after bo cruz they made him seem like he have a good season they make him seem like he's the next coming of tune in and find out hustle two coming in 18 months also in what world – all right. God, I wish Tez was here. To like, does Adam Sandler get a piss in the face of the owner of the Celtics and then get a coaching job on – I'm sorry, the 76ers? And then I don't care how much cred the sister has, but he's not making the coaching staff. And they never – What do you mean? Like, at the end, like, they don't ever say what the guy screwed up with. The Ben Foster character. Well, he screwed up by drafting fucking – what's the oh. Haas, yeah. Haas. yeah, that's enough. That's, even... en- that's enough to let him lose control and interest. Yeah, I mean, he was his a pretty dad, loose cannon. Di- his dad like. died. He took he took control and made that move, and probably and I think. It's but they said he had controlling interest, though. He said he had controlling interest. So this this is basically exactly what happened to the Lakers, I think, when Jerry Buss died, where uh, his son, who is I don't think part of the Lakers anymore, basically got hostile takeover by his sister and now his sister is the one who runs the lakers on a daily basis so i feel like this actually like actually, might have that's actually generally really good, happened that's actually yeah. a really good parallel because yeah it, the in those situations i think it happened it's happened every once in a while it's not like it's not like one person owns the team anymore it's or whatever it's like you have this group of people that has the controlling interest so you can it's like a board or whatever a board can vote people out of a company or out of a the controlling position I was gonna say usually I think it's a trust or something like that because I, I think they're going through this right now in uh, in Portland where who was it who's trying to build maybe Bill Gates is trying to buy the team or something like that. Bill Gates like, is dead. Something crazy. Okay, uh, it's something crazy dead. like that. Uh, not quite as crazy as a Bill Gates is dead conspiracy theory, but somebody <laughs> n- notable is trying to buy the Trailblazers right now. I think from Paul Allen's trust, who uh, passed away a couple of years ago, was the owner of the Seahawks and the Trailblazers, but. Uh, the whoever it is that's been running it 
the people in Portland hate her. They think that she's like the absolute worst person of all time for not spending any money. So it's like, I think these things happen a lot too. Just oh, yeah. families fighting, rich families fighting, especially. We need a succession version of the 76ers. That's that's the hustle sequel right there. It's the it's the two kids fighting over possession of the Philadelphia 76ers. Isn't that what Showtime basically is? I haven't watched Showtime, so... That's nothing like what Showtime Okay, is, well, then I should, I should watch it. I'm sorry. You should. You should. It's actually a really good show. Another show where they actually uh, – actually, no, they do a pretty horrible job of doing the basketball in that show. But that's <laughs> because uh, the guy who, who plays Magic Johnson is like six foot one. Obviously, Magic was six nine in, in real life. The platform shoes he has on in the show, I swear to God, are like this tall. I saw a picture of him standing next to the guy who played Dr. J, and I was like, man, that's right. some of the – so it may, takes a lot away from it when you figure out that the guy's wearing like 50 <laughs> pound shoes to be able so to play basketball in. Those shoes, I'm going to show up next time. I'm going to be around you. And you're going to be just as tall as I'm me. Gonna about, I'm going to be right around yeah. your height. I'm going to have nine, 10 inch lifts in my shoes. And then you'll be wearing like Jankos or something like that to cover <laughs> them up, you know, with yeah. like the really billowy, uh, like the huge bell bottoms. Yeah. yeah no, yeah. that would be perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I, it, I wouldn't ask a question, man. I would just assume that maybe you were going through something and you just, just going really through it, man. Needed to compensate. Just don't, yeah. don't worry about it. Going through it. What instead of buying a big truck, you went and bought some really tall shoes. <laughs> All right. Absolutely. I was just trying. I, I don't know. I, I quit. I quit. Anyways, um, I was just trying to say, like, I thought they could explain better by how like he got his job. That's what I was trying to say. Also, like halfway through this movie, I thought I was just going to be an agent. Like, I thought I was just going to be an agent yeah. with a young character and, like, make millions of dollars because Bo was just going to get signed by somebody and he's going to get, like, 15%. Am I the only one that thought that? That's what I actually thought that would have been a better ending, to be honest. I agree. Thank you. To get the assistant coach job for, this, like, for the Sixers, I mean, yeah, that's obviously a good job. It could maybe lead to him being a head coach or something like that. But it, it felt really uh, hollow. You know, it's like, man, they're just, it's a feel good thing now. They're not giving it to him because he actually earned it. Like he could have been a good agent. I thought that was going to be his moment where he figured out like, oh, this is what I'm actually supposed to be doing. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I think it, it definitely could have worked that way. And there were, there was definitely a point in time where I thought that was the direction he's just going to be like, screw it. Like I can scout people. I can find guys. This is what I'm going to do. Uh, whether he went and joined uh, Kenny Smith's character that agency or whatever but uh yeah i mean they just kind of brought it full circle with the assistant coach thing right like that's what he had been working for forever and then he gets it and then the old man dies and so then you bring it back around with the sister getting control and and him actually being brought back on to you know do i actually thought early on i thought he was uh i thought he was dating the sister or the the daughter the girl who ends up getting the team that's there what it came a, off as early there yeah. was a weird like um in the little bit that they interacted there did seem they did like portray wow. like a weird sexual are we, tension are we gonna make stanley sugarman be stepping out on queen latifah no i'm not saying <laughs> that i'm saying the way that they interact that's what i was like saying. at the beginning yeah. of the movie <laughs> stans oh, is oh, like of course oh, stansbury just going full full in on it then i guess full heel Heel. but he's like on the phone with her early on in the movie and then all of a sudden he's back there and it just it seemed like they really set it up like oh yeah these two people are going to be together and that's like part of the story I wonder, and then all of a I sudden would, queen queen is there yeah. i would like to know if there was ever like if there was parts of the movie or the script cut that that was part of it because the the beginning of the movie there was some like 
interesting sexual tension stuff going on (laughs) left alone i think that should have been addressed they should have done a better job of being able to clear up his daughter is too big of a part of this movie to have him his daughter's also like 32 that actress is like (laughs) way too old to be that character i i looked that up i realized that tonight i heard all right this is a a tangent i heard somebody say something about they thought she was from iowa and i never even figured that out because i looked at her imdb and she's 32 years old right now she should be going to euphoria high yeah Apparently. Is that her first movie she's ever been in? I think she might have had some uh, another one or two credits, but it wasn't so you much. Didn't figure out if she's from Iowa. So she's no, I was so you? derailed by her being thirty-two. I stopped. Oh my god, are you sure she's thirty-two? I will ninety-nine percent. She's thirty-two years old. She was born. She's older than me. Well, that doesn't take much. This is her goddamn birthday on here. That's suspicious. I can't wait to look up her name and her age and get all kinds of fucking FBI things going up. Jordan <laughs> Hall age. You you showed up. You don't even know what you just walked into the middle of. Jordan Hall. She's 32. Yeah. She was born April 16th, 1990. They don't say she's still in high school. She just says she's going to film school. Okay, but she's not portraying <laughs> a, even a 25-year-old. Sometimes it just takes people a little while to figure out they want to do with their lives, Jake. Sean's look on his face. I, I, I literally don't care that, that she's just now becoming an actress. I, I It blew me away that she was 30, did, she's 32 years or was 31, 30 years old. When the the first thing that Google pops up, age, height, and weight. Like, I don't, that sounds creepy. Her zodiac signs of Aries. That's oh, something. <laughs> well, and, and to like Adam Sandler, okay, if she's 32, how old's Adam Sandler? He's only uh, what? He's 55, 66. 56? Yeah. 56. Okay, I guess that's not as bad as I thought. Queen yeah. Latifah's 52. This is a thing I do in my notes as I normally note how old people are. You're an ageist. No, I just, I usually find it interesting what, like, how old the people are versus what they're supposed to be or how they're portrayed in the movies and what the difference uh, is. I know I missed a good chunk of the conversation here but can we talk about how insane you have to be to bring kfc on an international flight <laughs> how does that get through how does it get through check-in bought it after, after oh it doesn't yeah you buy it before you get on the plane like it's it's one of those stores after security and i would murder that person <laughs> yeah like the lady next me? to him that just plugs her nose or whatever on the flight it's the most subtle perfect little cutaway and it's also, just, how much did KFC? I mean, how much did KFC pay him to have it on the flight? That's the thing, right? Shit like this is get a little giant remake where they always fucking eat KFC. Half the fucking half the goddamn thing right there. Half the uh, man, the, a huge huge movie for Pringles potato chips too. Yeah, and, and Burger King, right? He's one of the Burger best King. lines. One of the best lines in the movie is when uh, when he's what does he say about? we love potato chips but we don't eat nine dollar pringles or something yeah. like, a man has to have a coat yeah <laughs> and so the fucking yeah. the philly Every man eggs. has a coat and you know well i only had one chip and just like yeah they don't charge by the chip <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they don't charge by I, the chip i got offered pringles every day at my office and i just that was when i realized that they changed the cans how long has the cans been different no wait there's a lace chip in a pringles can 
I'm an idiot. I have talking about the plastic. oh yeah the the lace stacks things. Yeah. I blame those it on, are fucked. I blame it on the uh, Cyclone Fanatic bourbon that I'm drinking right now. So that's 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 a plug. Um, Shout out to the folks at Mississippi River Distilling. <laughs> Much better than Revelton. Anyways, um, you're not wrong. <laughs> oh man, they left me. No comment. But it is. <laughs> it is. Me. I love it Mississippi is. River. I love <laughs> Cody Road. Yep. I'm not going to disparage anybody here, though. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. What do you think they paid the NBA players for that secret scrimmage? Hmm. Trey Young. Who else is in it? Do uh, you so, know? Like, are you, uh, or are you just speculating? No, no, no. I'm asking. This is a question. I don't fucking know. Like, do you think they paid them Once. or do you think they're like, yes. you get free Him, publicity? Trey Young, Aaron Gordon. A handful of those. Matisse, Thibel. All right, I'm all right. Yeah. Let's backtrack for a second. I want Sansbury to join. I want Sansbury to judge me right now. So, in the Boa Challenge, that guy challenges him. Hmm. That I later found out plays for the Sixers. Yes. Yeah, uh, Tobias Harris. Yeah. I didn't know who that was. Yeah, yeah, I figured you didn't know most of the like NBA players that were. But like they're like NBA players. When they're like, "Oh, Tobias Harris here," I'm like, "Oh, that seems like that should be a big deal." I wonder if I should know that person. <laughs> what you couldn't tell from the fact that he's like six foot nine, two hundred fifty pounds, that he, he might have been the one that was <laughs> no. like the final boss. <laughs> but, they, they, but they mentioned him by name. Also, it's like when I you can... get to Mike Tyson and Mike Tyson's punch out. Also. <laughs> Yeah, where everybody backs up and it's just Tobias wants some now. I yeah, believe yeah. that is one of the lines. <laughs> but also, they act like the Sixers are the fucking like scrubs of the NBA. That bothered me. Well, do they? They say they have a top five pick. Well, I mean, I don't know if you've noticed the Sixers are pretty good at <laughs> wheeling and dealing here over the last several years, man. It, they could have a top five pick. Some of the moves the they've Sixers made here. are also really good at not, you know, staying healthy and winning games. So. The Sixers yeah. When are they great matter, at, anyway. The Sixers have been great at acquiring talent and not performing with it. So My, That's my favorite thing is that if, uh, with the Sixers part of it is every, like, key member of the Sixers is in it besides Except. Joel Embiid. So I, was gonna, beat. Yeah. I actually yeah. wanted to ask you if you like had any idea why like it was was it just a him just well, I was gonna say, whatever, doing it or whatever they paid him to play in that scrimmage and show up to practice apparently was enough for everybody else but it wasn't enough yeah. for joel and <laughs> I I'm just guessing found, he said no yeah. i yeah. found it odd that he just like didn't appear like the KFC reference him one like time. in a practice. The KFC yeah, they do, money. They right do now. reference him. I know that, but I because was like, I think he didn't even show up like in the practice, like in on the floor in the practice scene or anything. Your boy in the uh, in the bald cap. He says that he's gonna trade him. I'm telling yeah. you, it's a fucking bald cap. Look at the goddamn picture. Yeah, that he talks dude. about yeah trading Embiid and uh, something yeah. to get the first overall or something and yeah uh, and he and what and uh, he's something like i swear to god if you draft or if you trade joel Embiid or something like that and it's exactly what you could imagine would be said in the sixers war room where it's like if anyone ever even broached that possibility <laughs> go fuck yourself that yeah. crazy go motherfucker wants yourself. to trade Embiid. i think that's i think he said something like that yeah and i do no i do love no. i do love all the digs that sandler throws in there just like yeah, Philly sports fans are the best fans. Well, they're the worst fans, but that's why they're the best fans. <laughs> like, and it is, it is so fucking true because it is the only reason I know a lot of those Sixers guys. I have a good friend of mine that's a big Sixers fan. Um, so I'll laugh about 
All right, motherfuckers. When they lose. Oh, I'm going to win this argument, by the way. All right. What's the argument? (laughs) I bet you won't, but which one? Uh, Where's screen share on this bitch? Uh, Seth Curry should be back on the Sixers because Seth Curry over two and a half threes when he played for the Sixers was the easiest money of all time. All right, look at this shit. This is what that man looks like bald. That's not like, does not look like him in that movie. Okay. Yeah. I don't think any of us us for sure said you were wrong when you said he was wrong. Yeah, I was going to say, I said I didn't really know. I mean, I don't know. Like, I. Uh, that's pretty believable he looks like he's kind of just got that weird bulge on his head anyway i feel like i went to three high school with three dudes that looked exactly (laughs) like that (laughs) i quit anyways yeah uh another sneaky good part of the movie the very one of the very opening scenes with boban uh when he says that he's whatever he says he's 22 and then his kid walks in and he's says that he's, he's 10, 10 years like old seven, he's seven feet my, tall my yeah. favorite my favorite part of that scene it was it was neither of those so yeah he goes in uh bobon like throws throws down a dunk and then he's talking to him after he says he's 22 and he says well can you like produce a birth certificate or anything very big fire. it was it was big fire <laughs> <laughs> and then just oh, the callback to when they have is it at the combine or whatever where no it's a secret like, scrimmage right yeah, uh, the last just, yeah. As far as the Knicks are concerned, he's 18. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, all right. That makes sense. But no, I think I think it speaks in this movie just to the power of guys like LeBron, like having his name attached to this. Just the sheer number of people in basketball that you see in it. You know, Jay Wright's there, like uh you've yeah. got multiple NBA executives, other college coaches, like it's like if they called someone, you know, you already know that if you're one of those people like that would have LeBron James's phone number, when LeBron James's number pops up on your phone and is like, yo, I need something from you. There's like, there can't be any hesitation. Man, yeah, all right, I, I'm in. I wish I had LeBron am- James phone number, but we retired am- drunk dialing. So <laughs> the amount of people, when you look at the IMDB cast list, the amount of people on this list that is name and then name it's like they weren't playing a character it was it's like trey young oh yeah trey it's, young. like so it's a list they, of just like 30 30 guys 30 they people. roll that thing for the credits when they cut into it's just featuring and it's just nba player nba player and i think it's in my notes they're just like i think a third of the nba is in all this right. movie all right let's talk there about were people in there that i didn't even rec- i was like when yeah. they were in the movie uh, yeah i'm just there were a couple I didn't write down the names, but there were. I'm just like, I didn't ever see this guy. So this yeah. guy, so like, and just like. So speaking of that, the guy that they hate, that hero or whatever the hell his name is, that that Sandler Sherman doesn't want them to draft is an NBA player. Haas. Yeah, Haas. You get to if I'm an NBA player, I'm gonna need to be like I'm gonna need a decent amount of money to be the bust, to be the shitty player. Who was it? I mean, who it's, him? it's Mo Wagner, is who. It was. Oh, Mo Wagner. Mo Wagner so like, would probably take the money, man. Any place. Yeah, Mo, 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 Mo Wagner's like an NBA player, but he's not like a. Uh, I don't know. He's not like a. Lottery I'm just pick, saying right? though, if like if you're professional at that sport and they want you to be the guy that sucks, I'm gonna need like a pay bump to be the shitty guy. I think Mo Wagner. Defense. I mean, because we'll he take was... whatever he can get. Yeah, probably. I, yeah, probably. 
He and plays for the is, Orlando Magic too. So uh, pretend yikes. you played for somebody else for a while. That's so he plays for a G. Drafted by the Lakers, uh, went to Washington. Yeah. But yeah, so he's a dude who. I mean, he has one scene. He has the like most game. the most prolific scene of the like could have been someone good until, you know. It also had to be believable that they were a, a foreign player too. Obviously, he, I think he's yeah. from Germany or Germany. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. Yeah. He's a pretty high profile guy for I didn't even realize it was him, I don't think when I first saw it, but you know, I re- I with- recognized his face. I had I had to look to know exactly who it was though. So, but I also went to an Orlando Magic game and they said in the starting lineup tonight, Mo Wagner, and I was like, oh fuck, Mo Wagner plays for the Magic. <laughs> no, so That's him and his brother both play up. for him. Oh really? Yeah. They're both there. I didn't know they were both. There. Yeah, yeah, Franz, he's there too. Okay, with a little more talent, it could have been Hans Brace. <laughs> God. Anyway. Maybe a little better niece too. Shout out to <laughs> yeah, Hans, man. Hope he's doing well. I think he's did, playing pro ball somewhere. Did you guys have any uh, goosebumps moments in this movie at all? We always ask that question. Uh, I don't feel like there's any, which sucks. So I, I, I think him walking out of the tunnel at the end. I mean, that's close, but there are moments that are cool. But I don't know that there's one where it's like, oh man, holy shit! Like I haven't felt that from a movie in a long time. Right. You know, it's. I was. I thought it would have been cool. Like, it was a little weird to me that they did the whole, like, just wrapped up the movie in 10 minutes of there was the, you know, the game with Trey Young and all these NBA players, and that just forgave all his sins that scouts literally bury guys for. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you don't even get like a draft day moment uh mm. there's not a movie. there's not a like it's not even opening game of the season he gets to walk out on the court like right i understand it's an adam sandler movie it is about weirdly adam sandler but like his goal is getting that dude into the nba and this is what like what Stansbury said a little bit. The ago. ending is just anticlimactic. Yeah, it's it's just it's flat. It's just like I wish they made him an agent, and Leon's like, whatever you're this guy's agent, whatever he makes he makes, and then it ends with him being drafted high. So then then Sandler makes sorry Sugarman makes enough money that he's set. That's a better ending to me. Yeah, but they also want to be like they, they say he wants to be a coach. I was right, and also not not to backtrack and take away from where we're trying to go on this, but um, we're an hour and when, ten minutes in, we're all drunk. It's okay. When when he does his I fucking quit speech, and he's right there with Leon, like he doesn't even approach Leon about like this job that he right. maybe has available. He looks at like, him. And and Leon doesn't give anything back. I don't know if it's supposed to be some weird implied like, hey, I told you about it. This is a one-time deal. But they don't say that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just weird because it could have been... Because they, they build the character of Bo Cruz as 
it's us it's us i'm carrying us i'm doing us so it could have been like if he just he hops into that agency and he builds him into a right what i assume is a first round pick um because he's just starting in the nba yeah it's just really clunky the end was just really Um, clunky yeah it would have made more sense too if like i'm your if he if he'd been my i'm your agent he's the mickey roll and rocky right us two together let's fucking build you into a monster i'm gonna be i'm gonna represent you we're gonna get we're gonna get we're gonna get paid yeah yeah but now he's on the celtics and he can't even coach the guy who he loves like it just yeah yeah i don't know it's it's weird it's definitely weird i think though at the end of the day like the bar for a really good basketball movie is not that incredibly high because they don't make basketball movies that much or sports movies anymore that's just this movie's good in the last 10 years man like what basketball movie do you have to measure it against space jam 2 nothing against space jam 2 i thought it was really enjoyable and and, and for what it was you know but it's like sean did you hear that still haven't seen it and honestly at this point i don't know if i ever will well, it's not even hardly a basketball movie, so it's like it really, like really until it's free to... somewhere. Like I'll watch it. It's free, free. on HBO right now. Right, it's on HBO. Yeah. HBO's not free, my dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a solid movie. Like I'm not gonna sit here and say that it's better than the original or anything like that. They're two completely different kinds of stories, so it's like hard to measure them. You know, I against do, each I, other. But I, it's a solid is... movie. It's back, it's back to for things that I've thought. torn yeah. it down. It's a great fucking movie. I enjoyed watching everything except for the last five minutes. (laughs) It's a lot better movie than The Way, Way Back. The Way Back, sorry. Well, Um, yeah. Was that the Ben Affleck one? Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen that? It's not even a basketball movie, hardly, is it? Did you watch that? No, 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 I haven't seen it. Is it good? Uh, It's a decent movie, but man, does it fuck your shit up. It's sad. Yeah, really sad. That doesn't shock me. It's like, it's like, sad more sad we'll get more sad yeah one more one more one more scoop it's, of sadness <laughs> yeah. the, mo- the like as far as a movie it's it's like it's not bad it's just you have to realize what you're getting yourself into if you're gonna watch it i like a depressing movie ted and i were fine with it but yeah that's uh I'll never definitely not a formulaic uh sports movie then it's not one of those i can i can more depressing sports movie than that movie let me ask you this. And then uh, you said it's been, what, an hour and 10 minutes? Oh. I don't want to do this. All. We we're about oh, to go over your, the, your Chris we're Williams. Over the, the runtime of the movie, which is like an hour and a half. So I'm not doing a two hour long podcast with you guys. I'm sorry. As you take it. <laughs> hour, hour, hour and 55 minutes is that, that movie, by the way. I watched it last night. Uh, if they were going to make a movie similar to this, a hustle too, but it's going to be a different sport what sport are they doing and what can they like make it look good and do and make it be really solid pool pool yeah gonna be an action-packed one i was gonna say that's gonna be a that that's basically kingpin too if if you're asking if you're asking no let's not but if you're asking like what what sports movie they should remake no i'm saying one that you have the same formula as hustle you're gonna make hustle too but it's a different sport. It's M- it's MMA, UFC. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. I think if they could make a baseball one, that'd be cool too. Yeah, it would no be hustling. hard though. The, yeah. the hard part about baseball for me would be the 
finding a guy that nobody knows about that has this talent. Yeah. But they should I make mean, it they can make it about Kumar Rocker who can't get an MLB deal because he has arm issues. So make it yeah, about him. there's there's a level of there's been stories for years about guys that in a basketball is the same as baseball of scouts show up to watch a pitcher or something and see an outfielder that right just oh fuck this kid can hit like but, and maybe maybe it's a one-off and he has a great arm maybe it's a one-off game but maybe we need to keep an eye and you know well, baseball has the element of international guys as well yeah basketball does so that's yeah. that's why i say baseball would probably be the easiest one to make with if you're into but if you're asking me like the best sports movie remake right now is the program is the movie remake in 2022 they need to remake the program but do it as a uh, netflix series make it 10 episodes that's, that's fine if i can watch the shit out of it like, i think that no nil is involved like the college football movie yeah. is just right there there's a college football or college basketball movie just begging to be made there's a college oh, basketball I, movie from like five years ago begging to be made with the fbi and like all that shit that should yeah. be a movie Blue i would guarantee I, I will almost guarantee you that in the next hand handful of years we're gonna well, yeah, have a- college-based movies yeah. that are coming out because of what nil is and so they can pay guys to yeah, there's be a, a part of the movies there's a whole fucking rick patino style college basketball movie <laughs> just laying on the floor like it's just oh yeah it turns out hiring hookers and paying players <laughs> isn't the thing like it is the thing but it's not the thing you know it would be really funny to make a, a show or like, I think it would be really good to make a show like that where you're going to do it early on. And it's almost like the, the like initial tone is like a blue mountain state or something like that, right. where it's ridiculous. And there's all this shit that's going on. But then in like the middle of the first episode, they all of a sudden they're getting slammed by they're under investigation for all these kinds of things yeah. and all this kind of stuff. And that like, that's where it gets to be a little bit more realistic. But I, I think that that would be something that's really cool, but maybe I'll write it, I guess. There you go. Get- Give me, give me Al Pacino as Rick Pitino because they're basically the same person as it is, <laughs> and just do what it, any given Sunday. It just let him yell as much as he wants, and just Al already played Joe Paterno. How many coaches can we get Al Pacino to play before? <laughs> and we have to do any given Sunday before we end this podcast. Not tonight, but like before we retire, it that that needs to happen. That's a good one. That's a really it's good a, one. It's what else? Once a what all is left on your list? Like, what are the next ones? What's coming up? No, uh, baseball's pretty, pretty, pretty bare. It's probably doing a basketball movie in June. <laughs> yeah, we Which either we, need to, we either need to just completely switch it up, or just make a list and say these are what we're doing before we. Uh, it's hard to switch it up. Different direction. The Matinee baseball title is too good, but yeah. uh, have you guys done Talladega Nights? You done that one? Nope. Williams on for that. I don't think you want me on that one. Why not? Let's get Williams on here too. You could get Williams on to come on and talk about Todd Nights. I promise you, he loves that movie. That one or old? It's school. a great he, movie. He, old school's yeah. not a sports movie. I mean, I know, but I'm just saying know. those are the only two movies uh, I know. That so you get gymnastics to talk about. is a sport. <laughs> I just realized we can't play our exit music now. I was just trying to figure that out for a minute. Now I just can't. We can't play it. Sure, you can. How? 
my phone. You should use your yeah. fucking phone for the intro. Well, how did Man, it sound? Ted, one of these not days great, I'm going to teach you how to use Adobe great. Audition, and you're going to yeah. make all this See, stuff is just going to be beautiful. That's, that's for the you, thing. Brother. That's the thing is, if 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 I really wanted to put the effort in, I would I would do that stuff or one of oh, it'd take you, that stuff. It but... would take you ten seconds. Like if you guys sent me all the audio pieces for all of this, I'd have it put together in five. But then seconds we can't we can't back. we can't listen to the music though. You don't need to listen to the music. You can imagine it in your head, Ted. He does. Yeah. <laughs> or I can just play it in my head right now. But yeah, yeah whatever. So, whatever. All right, Stanzi, you're always welcome. Thanks, fellas. Back. Appreciate yeah. you having me for sure. I appreciate, I appreciate uh, you talking with you, buddy. I appreciate you not leaving after 15 minutes of us fucking up your movie. So uh. <laughs> no, you didn't fuck up my movie, man. I, I had plenty of things to to harp on it as well. But it's a it, very good movie. It's a really a, good movie. That yeah. man's wearing a ball cap. Am I gonna watch it again? <laughs> probably sometime if somebody else is but i'm not gonna go out of my way to i've watch watched it, it twice now i don't know i might watch it again like i think years. i think my i think my son would like it i might, I this, might toss it out yeah. there this goes back into what we kind of talked about the last pod of like i'm not maybe necessarily gonna throw it back on on netflix but if i had a tv service and it's on i'm absolutely gonna watch it yeah, for sure. Definitely, if you're picking up in the middle and it's like, oh man, it's just about to be the scene where they're gonna do the the boa yeah. challenge. Like, I'll stick yeah. around to the hell yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. So bring back TV, but destroy the establishment. You know, <laughs> those sort of things. <laughs> Fuck the cable providers. Fuck them. <laughs> Cut the cord. Direct TV is an enemy. <laughs> oh man. So also Ben Foster wears a ball cap. Anyways. <laughs> I can't play the fucking music. Actually, I'm going to play right now. That's going to be shitty.